Hi, this is Tony Ruggiero here on the Tour Coach. First of all, I want to thank all of you for listening and supporting the Tour Coach over the past several seasons. It's been a fun ride, and we've got some great stuff going on. Many of you may have seen the launch and the first little pilot episode of Pro Work that we've done in partnership with Bushnell Golf. That's the first in the series. It's been one of my ambitions, one of my kind of like projects and dreams for the past couple years to film an inside, authentic, behind-the-scenes look at how myself and the team of great coaches, teachers, fitness experts, and mental coaches all work together. At first, it was just with tour players, but now I want to show you how we work together. The Colby Touyes, the Dr. Greg Cartons, the Mark Hackett's, Morgan Hales, Jackson Quartz, Dr. Scott Lenz, Dan Terleski, all of us at Old Palm and at our retreats work together to help golfers of all skill level and for it to be a real authentic, a real behind the scenes look, unedited, where you kind of see some of our discussions and some of the fun that we have. And so to kick this series off, we're starting a contest, okay? And that contest is going to be a, a social media contest for a Dew Sweeper Tour Coach giveaway. It's, we're going to do the drawing the Monday after Augusta. We're going to draw one lucky winner. The winner is going to receive one free trip to come see me and our team at one of our retreats, okay? So you're going to get a free entry to our retreat with a brand new Bushnell Pro XE rangefinder plus three custom fit Cleveland golf wedges and it wouldn't be a, a dew sweeper tour coach giveaway without some vineyard vines dew sweepers gear so here's how you enter a chance to win this fantastic opportunity to travel to come see us for a retreat with a bushnell pro xe rangefinder new cleveland wedges and a vineyard vines dew sweepers gear it's simple all you got to do is go on your social media so go to social media go to instagram and post a screenshot of your favorite tour coach episode okay tag me at the dew sweeper Tag at Bushnell Golf and tag at Cleveland Golf. Okay. Hashtag Pro Work, hashtag Tour Coach. Okay. I hope you're the lucky winner. If you go to Twitter, it's at Dew Sweeper Golf, at Cleveland Golf, at Bushnell Golf, hashtag Pro Work, hashtag Tour Coach. So wherever you are, whatever social media you use, tag me, Bushnell, Cleveland Golf, and hashtag. Pro Work hashtag Tour Coach for an opportunity to win once again a retreat entry to come see me work with me and my team at one of our famous retreats, plus a brand new Bushnell Pro XE along with custom fit three Cleveland golf wedges for you and your game, and some Dew Sweepers Vineyard Vine gear. We're going to do the drawing the Monday after the Masters. Hope all of you enjoy this edition of the Tour Coach, along with some of the upcoming episodes. We've got some fantastic guests, some fantastic insight behind the scenes. But I promise you, check out our social media. Go to Bushnell Golf on YouTube. Find the first edition of Pro Work. Take a listen. Take a look. Tell me what you think. There's more inside, authentic, behind-the-scenes looks at our instruction, our instruction team, and so going to be some plenty of laughs as well, I promise you. So once again, this is Tony Ruggiero. I hope you enjoy listening to the Tour Coach. Hope you've enjoyed watching Pro Work. Take advantage of this opportunity. Once again, go on Instagram, take a screenshot of your favorite Tour Coach episode or, or the one you're listening to, and tag me at the Dew Sweeper, at Bushnell Golf, at Cleveland Golf, hashtag Pro Work, hashtag Tour Coach. Hopefully you're the lucky winner. Enjoy this edition of the Tour Coach, and hopefully we'll see you soon on the Lesson Team.
All right, so joining me here on the tour coach, this is going to be a fun one, from Masters Week. It's Tuesday of the Masters Week, so we'll probably get this out tonight or tomorrow, Wednesday. Masters practice rounds. We're talking about what really goes on at the Masters practice rounds. Also getting an insider's look from somebody coming for the first time. Tom Lee's joining us. So we got Jackson Court, Jackson K. Golf, who's been uh, working his butt off for me this week here. He's uh, doing short game. We've got both got Ben Carr here in the... Uh, from uh, finishing as a finalist in the U.S. Amateur. He's making his Masters debut. Wade Hamilton, uh, one of my good friends, <laughs> my best friends. And just, we got so much to cover on here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lots of, uh, wait till you hear my background. <laughs> and, uh, and Tom Lee, Wade Hamilton, director of golf at Montgomery Country Club. And Tom Lee, the general manager where I hang out some of the time. And, uh, Tom made uh, so Tom first visit to Augusta, lifelong dream. Tell that story about why you wanted to come. It, it was just uh, you know been in the business for a long time and and never had the opportunity to do it. And and uh, when I had the opportunity to come, um, you know just knowing what goes behind the scenes, running an operation, everything day to day, and then getting out here and seeing this was just ridiculous. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, just. Uh, you know, from the grounds to the people to to the fans, it was it was something that is definitely. Um, I'm I'm going to come back every year now. It's awesome. You're hooked. I'm hooked. I, it's my favorite week of the year, Wade. You know that from all we've been a bunch of times. I got to give Wade credit every time I have a player in the field and I don't get fired. Wade always finds a way to show up, drive up, <laughs> and uh, drive sixty two. Yeah, let's talk about his driving. Drives, oh, Lord. He won't drive faster than 62. Oh, <laughs> you know, Lord. On the way. Uh, but let, talk about one, thanks always for the support because you always come up. Uh, you know my feelings. I think you're the best golf professional on the club pro side around. And that's not just because I want you to pay a little rent for this luxury house. <laughs> but, uh, all right, so you've been coming for a bunch of years. How has the golf course changed from your point of view? Or how has the experience changed from your point of view, you know, since the last time you came up? Yeah, um, I, I, I can't remember. 2017, 18, uh, I think was the last time I came up. Um, 17, and wasn't it? 17, wasn't that the smiley one? Smiley was sixteen or seventeen, and come after? I, I think I've been one time since then. And uh, but just over the years, I th- my first year was uh, two thousand. Um, first time I went up there, and you know they bring you in a different spot. Uh, they've obviously changed the property a, a ton uh, from where you park, where you enter, all that stuff. And you know Augusta National, they're super gracious to let club pros pga members come in and attend the thing and so i'm always grateful to go there and it's it's an incredible experience uh biggest thing that hit me today was how many people were there it's it's you know it's incredibly crowded there was a lot of buzz um everything's well run of course like they always do uh it, it amazes me to watch how they get so many people moving through concession stands and bathrooms and 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 just moving people around the way they do uh is is always amazing to me and then of course the grounds are incredible it's 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 not even like a golf course it's like a painting you're looking at or disney yeah work of art ridiculous yeah well and the other it amazes me so 
we'll get to some of the instruction stuff with Jackson here in a minute. But Tom, like, I don't. So many first timers. Everybody says like, oh, what it's like, this, that, and the other. Like, very few people, unless you've been there, can understand one how hard a walk it is. It's an incredible. And so for people that are, you know, Tiger fans out there, like everybody's like, oh, he's you know, and like it's hard. That golf course, yeah. like, I mean, I haven't had my leg broken in. 13 spots or whatever it is like i mean i'm struggling but i did have those good looking shoes today <laughs> those shoes were horrible yeah. yeah they were they were you could definitely pick tony out <laughs> made a statement um, it was a good contrast with the purple shirt <laughs> but tony's right that that valley when you when you first walk in and you see that valley and you see all those holes out there and all the people and everything else it's it's tremendous it's awesome. So I thought Wade said something to you the other night or last night that was one of the things that he said that was true <laughs> was, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but was that, you know, it's one of the only things I'd say in life, but in golf in particular, where things are built up and things are hyped and sporting events are hyped. And like the most of the time when you go to those things to me, you're like, oh, that was really good. I had a great time, but. I mean, it wasn't as great as I thought, right? Like, to me, the Masters is the only thing that, especially in sports, that you've been, that's like gets this hyped up, and then you come to it and you're not disappointed. Absolutely. You know, I mean, that, that was my biggest thing is like, okay, how good is this going to be? And then you turn the corner, you see that, and, you'd, and you're walking around, there's, and like you've heard this say before, but there's not a, a, a blade of grass that's out of place. I mean, there's no blemishes on the golf course. I mean, it's ridiculously, I mean, it's just. I mean, it, it, it's, it looks like AstroTurf out there. I mean, it's crazy. They'll probably find you for saying that. You're probably not going to be able to come back and call it AstroTurf. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> That's what it looks like, okay? Uh, Jackson. Um, Dew Sweeper. Mr. Dew Sweeper, do you? So, first time coaching at Augusta. Mm-hmm. Give me your impressions and your feedback and what, what how it's been so far. I love it. You know, um, the first tour event I got to go to with you was the Honda Classic in 17. Mm-hmm. And you asked me the same thing when we walked away, what I thought. And I thought it was a circus, right? There's a lot of stuff going on. You've got every player has their entire entourage with them. you got club companies doing stuff on the range. And Augusta's not like that, right? You go in there without your phone. And the players allowed his caddy and one other person with him on the range at a time. And then you can't walk on the golf course with it. So I think that atmosphere and um, and how it blends in with operations from Wade and Tom's standpoint um, is definitely a different, but I think it's good. And, and also probably adds up to the hype and like exclusivity of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think the one thing that people don't realize from when they see us on the range and stuff. One is how different that is from us from a normal tour event. Mm. Like, nor- for, for first of all, normal, I can't tell you how many people are like, oh, you get to go, you get to go inside the ropes. I'm like, yeah, I get to go on the range and the putting green and the chipping green. Other than that, I'm like every other patron. I mean, I walk outside the ropes, you don't get any closer to anybody on the tee, um, which is so different than any other tour event or any other major. You know, Players Championship and the U.S. Open, like, you, they give you a separate credential to be able to do that. But, like, you've got access. But here, there's to me, there's so much less access uh, to the players. 
but in a way, I mean, it's kind of refreshing and it's kind of nice, I think. Yeah. You know, and so go ahead, Wade. Yeah, I, I was going to say, we, when we were walking around, I mean, it was, it was so nice to see however many thousand people were there. There's people everywhere and there's not a cell phone on property. Nobody's buried in, you know, holding their cell phones up, taking pictures or videos or, you know, texting or whatever. Uh, everybody just put all their devices down for however much time they were going to spend out there and enjoyed walking around in a beautiful place and watching some of the greatest players in the world, uh, you know, play golf and it was a practice round and, and everything. But, you know, that is just, it's unique and it's special. And uh, I hope it, I hope they don't ever adjust any of that. No, I I mean, I don't think they'll change. So, um, Tom, we're yeah. going to you. So, biggest list me the things. List me four or five things that you were most impressed with from being a first timer. Well, just first the just the attention to detail when it comes to the grounds and the buildings and um, I don't know whether they were employees or whether they were um, what the, uh, the, volunteers. the volunteers, but just the. the the, the staff, the people were um, extremely polite, extremely um, informative, and uh, I mean, that, that was probably the biggest thing. I mean, you can't teach people to be people people, and they got a ton of them here. And from, you know, just, you know, being in the bathrooms and... and, and Have you and ever seen a place those, where there's that many workers and they no. all seem happy to be there? Exactly. All of them. Unbelievable. All of them. That, that was the most impressive thing to me, because dealing deal with people and dealing with staff... Like Helping you find a urinal. Exactly. Or happy to be by the urinal. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you walk in there and they're and they're and they're 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 instructing true, you where to go. True. I mean, and that's that's the most impressive thing to me is dealing with people. You know how how they were just. I mean, they're just they're everywhere and they're just they're. That's probably the biggest thing. And then the next thing is, I mean, again, the concession stands. You know, just it's getting true. you in Everybody and out. Says about prices. The uh, prices are crazy I mean, ridiculously. I mean, a buck fifty for a sandwich, and you know, five bucks for a beer. I mean, you, hey, where are you going to go? How many beers did you have, Wade? What's the count in the green cup? <laughs> well, I had so I I drank two beers, but I had eight cups because believe it or not, I found six laying on the ground, empty cups. <laughs> so I walked out with eight empty cups. <laughs> or I may have drank eight. Or I may have drank eight. Um, but but it's true. Like uh, Jackson, we went through the lunch line. Uh, my chicken sandwich counts up to somewhere seven to eight range for the week so far. We're two days in. We're two days in. I, mean, <laughs> I feel like, it, it, but like I also feel like you'd be now. Busy. Wait a minute. Have you eaten seven or eight? Or are you putting it a seven or eight on a scale of one to ten? <laughs> Oh no! I've eaten seven or eight. <laughs> I mean, uh, and you got to factor in like, how do I factor in the two chicken biscuits I had today too? Does that equal one sandwich? You know, I don't know. But uh, uh, no, I'm the only person that can walk around that hilly place for five days, not drink water, and gain weight. <laughs> 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 and never really like sit to have lunch. I just keep grabbing chicken sandwiches everywhere I go. I mean, I feel like it's the only time of the year that it's allowed. It's convenient. I mean, it's it, you're in and out. I mean, there there was never a line that was more than two or three minutes. I mean, well, you're, you're done. We went in, and uh, where was well, we went into the main concession stand right there. Yeah, and 
But like, I we got. What did you have? You had chicken sandwich, two ice cream sandwich, two chicken sandwiches, an ice cream sandwich. I had a bag of chips. I had a lemonade. I had a drink, and you had a drink, and it was fifteen dollars. Yeah, it's it's cheaper than eating at home. It's impressive. We, uh, I can tell you without question, two beers and two sandwiches is ten eighty fourteen dollars. Because we did that several times. (laughs) We did that eight times today. (laughs) By the way, pro. I tell everybody. I tell everybody. We're gonna give the instruction here in a minute. But like I tell everybody, if they would let Augusta National run the country. Especially TSA, we'd have no problems. Like, I mean, it's especially okay. TSA. But like, why would you just not let those guys run the country? It's like it's okay. It's gonna work out. Yeah. I'm serious. We would. We don't need Republicans and Democrats. We need guys with green jackets. Running. <laughs> I'm serious. Everybody, yeah. everybody's gonna get a chicken sandwich for five for three bucks. Yep, it's, it's impressive. Draft beer. Yeah, I yeah. like how the sandwiches. I like how the. There's no brands on anything. Like that bag of yeah. kettle chips. It's got the mash like, you know, like I like trying to figure out who's making it for them. You know, and the ice cream, no, there's no no brands anywhere. We actually had somebody tell us today that the that the domestic light was Miller Lite. I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, but- you, I mean, you seem to be apparently from the house here a connoisseur of Miller Lite. How would you say? <laughs> I would say that I was drinking Miller Lite today. Yeah. Fantastic. But I screwed up one time. I went in and we got a couple of Heinekens. They were good though. Because it changes every year. They have one light, one normal, yeah. one one import, right? And they had a and they had a craft. They had a they have their craft. own craft. Yeah, and it changes every year. Yeah, change up, but you don't know. Yeah. No, yeah, it's awesome. All right, so let's talk, Jackson. We're going to talk a little bit about what we've done from the prep side so far. So we'll kind of take everybody through what we've done. So Monday, I flew in. We didn't really do. Much range work. Um, ben played nine holes with uh, Larry Mize, uh, Tom Hoagie, and Russell Henley. And um, and Coop. Coop's on the bag. We're going to have more from Coop later. Uh, being just, you know, I think everybody kind of wonders what goes on. But I think from us, and I'll let you talk about your from the short game strategy, like my thoughts has been all week, like he's been playing great. He's had a second, a first, a second. And I've always thought with the guys I brought here, like, being, we're probably not going to fix anything on that range, um, even though it's a great range. But, like, there's, we're not here to fix anything. So my job is always to help them get a feel for the golf course as it changes through the week. I've talked about that a lot. And to keep them relaxed and comfortable. But – to play nine each day and be rested and ready for it. Like, I, I think people are like, oh, what are you guys working on the range at Augusta? Like, I mean, we're not working on anything. Like, we did a little bit of stuff, like just posture work. He's been texted me before on the way in about, I want to double check my posture alignment. We just basically worked on some footwork stuff on the range. But really, it's been about nine holes each day, getting a feel for how the golf course changes. And I think that's going to be tricky this week because we got some weather coming in for the weekend. So, like, you know, certain years you're always looking at how the golf course gets firmer and faster every day. And the year you were up there, the year Smiley played on Sunday, the greens were like, they were like grayish green. They had gotten so firm and so fast and so baked out. 
and that golf course played so fast because you remember that Saturday was really cold and windy. It's cold, windy, wet. Right, and then it just dried out, and so like the greens were real, you know, slick. But I mean, this year you, you don't know what's going to happen with that rain and that weather. Saturday, Sunday could be messy, so it may not get, it may not, it may not change as much from the day. But it's more about preparing for what's going on and rest. So tell me what your thoughts are. Like what what was the game plan? You came in with short game for the week. Yeah. Well, I think you should rewind a little bit to. Our phone call we had back in December, mm-hmm. and uh, so we got Tony and Ben and myself on a phone call, and it was after he took, what, a couple weeks off from the fall season, and then um, we kind of used this game plan that he used at the Jones Cup to prep, and then we kind of hit reset after that as he had a bunch of golf uh, leading up to the Masters, because he obviously had a spring semester, and then he had Canada Q School. And his first tour start in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. So he had a bunch of golf. And I think, you know, the prep work was started months ago. And thankfully, I think he had a, on the short game side of things, he had a good place to work at Forest Heights in Statesboro that they've got a, a little practice green and they play country music right next to it. It's incredible. But it's a small green, super fast, super firm, tons of undulation in it. And it's actually, I thought it was great prep for here. So. Um, you know, I drove up there a couple times and just made sure that he was comfortable and had his speed drills really. And then we did, um, a little bit of work with the pitching, but I think that stuff, my job with the short game is to make your job easier. Whatever you guys are working on. The first thing I always ask him whenever I get there is what you guys are working on. And if we can do something with his wedges that makes it easier, we do that. And then we hit a bunch of different shots and, and, um, you know, start with his block work stuff so that he's got his stuff that he practices every day and speed work and then some drills so that he's got to put it to the test when he's on his own. I think another thing that we've done prepping up to this week is one thing that's a little different, but I wanted him to experience was getting him with Colby every day this mm-hmm. week. Like, cause it kind of go into what we talked about with rest and Tom, you know, this from away from walking, like, and if you walk that thing, for seven days, like you're going to get tight. You're going to get, and I, and like, I think as much as any week, like the treatment aspect of it, like him. So he's a college player plays at Georgia Southern. Like we've given him workouts and he's been with us to see Colby down there. Like, so he's got all that stuff, but not on the level that tour players deal with and have. So exposing him to that to me has been different, but so he's, you know, we're setting up a schedule each day where it's, we're going to do basically an hour on the range. And that almost, that includes working with you and me yeah. playing nine holes, but he's, he's doing stuff to keep his body ready, his body activated. And then really kind of, I think tonight, today and tomorrow start going more into the treatment where they just keep you refreshed and yeah. all the things you need to do, do to be fresh and ready. Cause I mean, I think that's one of the things that's amazing when you look at like, which I want to do later after I have a couple of beers, I want to get the YouTube going and play some of the old masters. But like, you look at these guys, like you look at like Larry Mize today. I mean, to be, I don't know how old Larry is. He's got to be a little older than us. I mean, the Google machine right there. 60? Six, yeah. No, I think he's 65, 6. 65, 6. So, but like 67, 64. 64. So he's 64. Just being able to walk that golf course mm-hmm. nine holes and then walk at eight. I mean, like, man, that's tough, right? You know, I mean, it's a big deal. Um, 
<clears throat> he was out in the range. Right. And I mean, it, yeah, yeah. How about, such respect, too. Like, obviously, 64 years old, you know, struggles hitting it as far anymore, right? That golf course is beyond what he has played. Like, out there grinding on the range with track man working on yeah. things. I mean, that's just – it just shows you why he's a champion, first of all, why yeah. he's won the sucker, you know. And then, Jackson, I want you to comment, like, I – of all the things I noticed, was Larry Mize's chipping. Oh my god! I mean, oh, his I, hands and his wedges, wedge play, wedge play, and hands. Talk about oh. what you see. Tell them about the chip on those ones on seven. Soft seven was incredible. He hit a couple shots early too in the practice round uh, yesterday on the front nine, but even on the first hole. So the first hole, they've got the pin back left. It's up on the ridge. There's a you know that shelf kind of over the bunker. He's short right. And he hits this high, soft one. I'm kind of like looking at it in the air like, I didn't see that. And it lands on the down slope on purpose, shoots it forward, and it rolls up there to like a foot. Wow. Like incredible. Just, I don't know. that one. I mean, that was the first hole I had just gotten out there. You know, obviously that one made my jaw drop. And then we get to seven. And I think seven is one of my favorite holes out there. Oh, it's great. We need to it's ask great. him his favorite hole yeah, yeah, now that he's been there. Yeah. But um, so seven, if you don't know it, you know, if you don't hit a good tee ball, you're not hitting it into the bunkers. You're chipping it short up next to the bunkers. And then you've got a tough pitch shot. Practice uh, practice around the holes back left. They've got a tee back right. He hits two chip shots, pitch shots, over a bunker. So you can't see the ball land. First one touches the hole to the back left pin. Sits a foot behind it. And then the tee on the back right, he chips one up there to six inches. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. How about what Coop told us last night at uh, at that restaurant we went to? <laughs> sports. The sports center. center. Sports center. Two different words. You've got You're talking eight. about the sports center bar and grill? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love that place. Three stories. Three stories. Unbelievable burgers and fries. Absolutely. And, uh, only place we could really get in. <laughs> got sneaky busy late. Sneaky busy. <laughs> okay, but it was good, but it was busy. But uh, anyway, um, but remember, he said to Ben in the middle of the fairway. Ben asked the number on seven. Yes, and yeah. and I thought this was interesting from a caddy. He said the only number that matters is the or is the yardage to the middle of the green. And Ben was like, "Well, what about if the pin?" He goes, "It doesn't matter." If you hit it any other number than that, it's going to come back to us, and we're going to be chipping. So, I, and he's like, "I just assume you, I just would assume you play the number to the middle, if that's okay, <laughs> right?" You know, I mean, but it's true, and I think that's one of the interesting things about that golf course is there's so. And then another, and we're going to get Coop on here at some point. Like Coop, Ben said this, and Coop said like he kept saying like Ben would ask the number. And Ben and Coop would say, "Yeah, but you know, you got a slope over here that could help you. You know, yeah. you got you, and we saw that walking around watching. Yeah. And Tom, I know yeah. you had to see it's uh, way different than the a lot of the golf courses that we play and that people that listen to us play. Yeah. Right? It's like you're aiming away from stuff, right? Because you know there's angles that you have to hit slopes, and it just ricochets. Yeah. And like what you talked about, the course changing on 14. We. Is that 14? 17. Mm-hmm. His shot into 17, the pin's back left. He hits a good one, and it doesn't come down the ridge. Mm-hmm. You say, Thursday that comes down. Saturday it's over the green. Right. Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. of how much it takes. Which could, which this year could not be. 
I mean, but from but, my experience, like, um, it's a testament to the course and to how good they are because they can hit it in the same spot, and it plays and then the ball, different. The ball ends yeah. up in a different yeah, location. So, Correct. Many of you will remember. I mean, you may you remember Kenny Perry hit that same shot, yeah. basically that Ben hit today. That went over the green, and that's where he lost the Masters from. Yeah, it shot, he didn't get it onto the green shot off there. the bat. Yeah, was that who won it that year? Was that Angel Cabrera or was that? Uh, it was Cabrera. Cabrera playoff. But when who was the playoff with? Was the playoff with Kenny Perry? I think it was. I think it was Kenny and Angel. I'm a hundred percent watching Ben Crenshaw win on YouTube tonight. After a few more years, <laughs> we're gonna have a little party. How about Tom? You want to ask him his favorite hole? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's get to Tom and bring back the GM. Favorite hole? Number 10. I mean, I'm sorry, but that that view just going down, 10 is good, but then that 11, 12, 13 there, Amon Corner, that's that's, that's pretty good. Pretty fucking special. We'll edit that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Uh, 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 Yeah. yeah. 19? 18? It was 2009. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We were, we were right on it. It was <laughs> Cabrera, Chad Campbell. Chad, that's right. We talked about Chad, Chad Campbell, Campbell last night because I drank great with Chad Campbell down at Puerto Rico with his <laughs> car. <laughs> Everything goes back to drinking beer. Yes. <laughs> Chad, um, he was like, he was a beast hitting irons, right? Yeah, he's been hurt a bunch and he's just starting to come back. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Campbell. Yeah, super guy. Angel Cabrera is in jail. Is he really? In Argentina. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need to go that into this on the podcast. It does involve younger girls and stuff. You said we don't need to go down. (laughs) But anyway, how about this? Jackson just pulled a sandwich out of a backpack somewhere. Um, What do you have? Pimento cheese? (laughs) No, I I have my fill. All right, so let's, Jackson, let's go back real quick. Uh, I'm going to talk about just a couple things that I think are go- are important, and it, one of the reasons it's been easy work for me, and it obviously could change on Thursday, but I think this golf course has turned into a situation where you got to dr- be a good driver of the golf ball. Ben has driven it extremely well, um, but I think so. Like from my perspective, when I look at what we prepped going into this week, um, you know. I'll just say a few of the things I looked at. Like, so when we started in January, we and we had that conference call. We wanted to get him physically better, which goes to what he's doing now, which he's able to load into his trail leg better, which I think helps him drive the golf ball better, keeps the club more in front of him, drives the golf ball better. Um, and then I told you after being around him in Puerto Rico that I said I thought you needed to get better. With and when I walked up here, when I walked 18 with him a few um, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I thought he needed to get better at hitting soft shots around the greens because mm-hmm. I think, like lots of young guys, he's got that low spinning shot. And uh, I've got to tell you what Pete Cowan told me about spin shots that's later, but um, I thought that's I thought if we could keep him on his plan, driving the golf ball well, uh, and he could chip and pitch the ball better and bunker it better, mm-hmm. it'd be good. So I'm going to have you speak about that in a second. And then up from another perspective, I'd said I thought distance or speed control on the greens, which mm-hmm. is big for you. Um, and I felt really good about that when I went and watched him at the Floridian 
finished second there week, 10 days ago, whatever it was. And I went and I watched four, five, six holes. And those greens are rolling 13s, 14s. And they're as fast as anything. And his speed control was outstanding. And he played fantastic golf. So I remember texting, I was like, all right, so we're doing good work on that. Talk a little bit about um, what have you done from a short game perspective to help him handle the greens here? Yeah. Best thing about Ben, when you work on something with him, he applies it to every part of his game. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when you're talking about getting him to turn and keep the club more in front of him, one thing that he always kind of falls back to is getting the club, like, behind his hands early in the takeaway. So, as you guys have worked on that, he actually really likes that feel in the bunker. Uh, only thing we've worked on really in the last month, month and a half now with his bunkers is kind of staying more on his front side because he would kind of do this rehearsal in the bunker and he mm-hmm. did shifted back instead of kind of staying on his front side. And also um, <clears throat> letting him trust speed through the bunker because, you know, he's got a strong grip and the face gets shut a little bit and sometimes that thing will dig a little bit in the bunkers. So based on his setup and if he can have that feel with the club head staying outside of his hands, he can actually create a, a lot more speed going through it, which helps him with those, like, the ones that he's got to hoist over a lip with a, you know, short-sided pin or something like that. So his bunkers have gotten better. And then the same thing, really, for his pitching, keeping the club head outside of his hands there, and then adjusting his setup for different shots. You know, um, I think he does an awesome job on the low ones, but around here he needs the higher ones and... Um, keeping his weight forward, similar to the bunker stuff, but almost like, you know, stealing Hackett's line, like putting his nose out in front of it and keeping it out in front of it, which helps um, with the high ones, and he can kind of hit it with a little bit of a cut motion, so then he can start to do it on different lies, because he and Coop have talked about how around the greens, even though the grass is perfect, the balls will sit down a little bit, depending on the direction that it's mowed. And so if he's got to elevate one, he can kind of do that with this cut feel, and he's out in front of it. And I think he's done an awesome job with that. Um, And then he has speed control on the putting. He had actually said this about how he's had a tendency on the golf course here to leave the ones up over a slope short because he's used to slick ones and everything's really fast. And then he gets a putt, a long putt up a ridge, it's online, but it's just not enough pace. Yeah. Which is hard here because they're so fast going down the hill. Correct. Like everybody leaves them short. You put it another foot over that ridge and it rolls another six. Right. So I, I actually think that's great if the course gets fast and firm through the weekend like it typically does. And then lastly, like we did some wedge work on the range today, which goes to, you know, I think you got to drive it well and I think you got to control your distance as well. You got to be able to control your distances with your irons so you can hit them in the right parts of the greens. Mm-hmm. And like as we talked about with Coop being able to hit the right areas of the greens. So we, I mean, we used the Launch Pro out there and um, noticed that product place. Were you wearing there. vineyard vines? I was wearing vineyard vines, ASIC shoes with a Shrixon hat, watching him use his Launch Pro to. <laughs> for distance control. <laughs> How is that? <laughs> Let me get you a Miller Lite. <laughs> uh, they're not paying yet. They're not paying yet. We're still working on that. Uh, but uh, Or a Papa Pilar rum if they're out there listening. <laughs> but, uh, um, anyways, 
So it was all distance controlled. But uh, anyways, lastly, Tom, parting thoughts, anything? Um, you're coming back next year, right, bud? I'm going to come back next year, but you, can I say something about Ben? Yes. Real quick. You know, one of the things that just watching him today was um, impressive to me was just his confidence, but yet, um, you know, being a kid in this in this setting, um, just watching him, it, it was like he's been here 10 years, which was impressive to me. I, I told him you on know. the tee today on the range this, this afternoon, I said, the thing I've been most impressed with is his attitude and, yeah. and how he's like how he's approached the whole week and kudos I mean he's he's had some talks with Dr. Greg Carton um, kudos to Doc I mean because Doc's talked about how you know just about like this week how you should enjoy it and I think his attitude that he's going to play well he's prepared but that he really wants to enjoy the week and soak it all in regardless of how he plays. Absolutely. And, and I mean, I think that's a huge deal. And I think that's good for parents listening out there with kids and people playing golf. Like, if you enjoy it, like, you're going to get more out of it. And then understanding that what he shoots this weekend doesn't define him as a golfer, whether he's going to be good or great or whatever, but that it's an unbelievable opportunity to play with the best players in the world, the best place in the world, on a stage that you don't get the opportunity to very much. I, mean, I said this to Wade earlier. I said every time I look at him, he's he's concentrating, but then he smiles. That that, that smile is just he's relaxed, he's having fun, and that's the biggest thing that I saw out of him today. So awesome stuff, Good. Jackson. Any parting thoughts? No, I love it all, T. Great job so far. Now, if you three putts first hole, you're fired. <laughs> uh, Wade, any parting thoughts? Uh, just want to thank you again for having us up here. Um, appreciate you extending a place for us to stay at no charge and, um, <laughs> and, uh, can't wait to come back and do it again next year. I, I got to get to work. I got to get somebody in the field. I, I have not done very well at getting people to come back to back. I haven't. I've never been back to back masters. I mean, I've come and watched, but not as a coach. So anyways, but it's also been great. I think one other thing, people from a outside, like, from a teacher and a coach, it's pretty fun hanging around that caddy shack. I mean, all the Pete's and the, all the uh, the Pete Cowans, the Justin Parsons, the Mark Blackburns, the, uh, you know, everybody's there, right? Did you say they had pizza in there? It sounded like that. <laughs> I got one. Pete so, Cowan. He's not pizza. So, obviously, we love the operations. We love the golf course. We love the history. You've had some great history here. Give me like your top two or three moments. Because you've got Ben here, Andy here, Smiley. He's come here with Lucas. You've had so, uh, some incredible. I moments. mean, I think, you know, final group for Smiley was one of the. It was. Huh? Give us like a good two stories or something. I mean, <laughs> come on. You know, just like the whole. Uh, I mean, just the whole experience was great, right? You know, and everybody was great, and how they treat you was awesome. I mean, the coolest thing for me was, like, after you warm him up, was, like, after you warm him up, you're done. Smiley. Smiley, right? And so you go, you know, he goes, to put, you know, I was with my putter, and he walks off. First two people I see when I walk off, you know, I'm going to watch Wade and Yvonne. 
we're standing there, right? Yeah. And then, you know, we get to three or four, wherever the concession stand is. <laughs> <laughs> and Smiley made a bogey somewhere in there. And uh, Wade comes walking out with two Miller lights or whatever lights. And he says to me, you can't help him now. You might as well start drinking with me. <laughs> um, I thought an, another really good Augusta story was we were like on, I think it was maybe behind five or I think it was six with Lucas. Lucas turns around and Wade's got seven cups piled up and he's drinking one. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I mean, in all seriousness, we've, I've, we've been fortunate to be here a few times. Obviously a bunch of guys coached here a bunch more. Um, but the guys we've had have played pretty good. Andy was low amateur. I thought that was really cool. Uh, being with him. And that was just so different because it was the November Masters during all the COVID stuff. And he played with Tiger. And he played with Tiger. Yeah, I forgot that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but that was a really cool experience. And I thought the way Tiger treated Andy um, and how cool he was to him was – and you could tell that, like, he helped him get on the golf course somewhat through that nervousness and that anxiety. Um I thought a really cool thing this week was Andy sent a really cool text to Ben about what to expect and what to, and, and, and I thought that was cool. So I think it's cool how guys help each other. So anyways, we've had some good experiences here. Hopefully we're not done. Um, I will watch the final round from Key West at a bar near you. <laughs> so anyways, uh, if you want to sponsor it, I can tag you. <laughs> anyways, guys, thanks. It's been fun. Tom, thanks for coming up. Thank you. Appreciate you buying us dinner tonight. And uh, Wade, I really appreciate the contribution for the house. Um, we had a good time. I hope you enjoyed this edition of The Tour Coach and this conversation that we brought to you about playing, learning, and teaching the game of golf. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Tour Coach. In between now and next week, make sure you follow us on our social channels. You can always find me at the Dew Sweeper on Instagram or go to our YouTube page where you'll see a scene and a video from my teachings daily on our YouTube channel. You can find that by looking up Tony Ruggiero and the Dew Sweepers on YouTube. Until then, make sure you follow and check out everything Tour Coach and all our sponsors, Shrikshon Cleveland Golf, Bushnell, Vineyard Vines, and Buick GMC. I'll be back next week to help all of us appreciate, learn, and enjoy the game of golf.